Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day and wherever you are, I am so happy to connect with you. This is Drive Time Thrive Time for Divorced Moms with me, Erin Breeze, and we are driving along, aren't we? How are you today? Before we get underway with what I would like to share with you today, I'd love to encourage you to just kind of check in. Have you checked in with yourself? I feel like sometimes the day we are like, get up and we are on. We are on with our kids or with our work. And we definitely want to make sure we we are first on with ourselves. And I'll be the first to share. Some, some days that's just easier than other days, right? I, sometimes there's aspects of my own daily practice and self-care routine that that I can better implement or more easily implement when uh, when my girls are with their dad and stepmom, to be honest, because I have more time, time to myself to do that. And today, this was, this is, let's see, about day six. Um, the way that my custody split works, I have my girls for 10 days in a row and then they're with their dad and stepmom for um, six days. So. I do find that as I approach day 10, <laughs> I start to, my ability to, um, to do all the things in the morning before getting them off to school, I start to get, it just starts to get harder. So <clears throat> when, it, when that's happening for all of us, excuse me, we want to, we got to just check in. And here's one of the things that I think is so wonderful about just being human. We can check in anytime we want. We can really create little mini opportunities for self-care and for our, our mindset. And if you're a client of mine, we talk a lot about mindset and, and really talk about what meaning are we making of the story of our lives, right? And so if you're new to me, um, here I want to share a little bit more about what I mean about that. So my view is that our lived experience, the quality of our lives, the fulfillment of our lives is really, everything is coming through our lens, right? Our perspective, how we see things, how we choose to see things gives us so much power then. And so if the, if the story of our lives, the meaning that we're making isn't one that sets us up to feel empowered and to feel that we are hands on the driver's wheel, taking the, taking control, then, then our experience all day long will be sort of the evidence of our day will fit into whatever we tell ourselves, whatever story we're telling ourselves. So if we are in a frenzy and feeling like we're behind all day, then guess how we're going to (laughs) feel? We're going to feel that we're going to be feeling and experiencing that the same circumstances for someone else, like, or the same circumstances, two different people can interpret the very same thing radically different. They could be the same events of the demands of motherhood, single motherhood, jobs, commutes, whatever the things are. However, the story we tell ourselves about what it means can make, makes all the difference. So for one person, it can be all right, I have a full life. And actually I was just talking to a client about this yesterday, how we can make our, our busyness, our, all the competing demands, how we can make that a get to and not a have to, right? That we really can take a moment and check in with ourselves and go, Oh my goodness, <laughs> like I have a, 
a huge full life. Like look at this overflowing plate of things, right? And we can either make that overwhelm and frenzy and stress, or we can go like, oh, I guess I need a side plate to, to, cause it's kind of spilling over here. I'm gonna put some of what's on my plate over here in this bowl and over here on this side plate. And then oh, it's even overflowing more. I need, I need another plate, right? Like we can, we can, whatever we decide in terms of how we're orienting to all the things is, is up to us. And that's when we really become the architect of our lives, the author of our story, all the things, all the metaphors of all the ways that we get to conduct and orchestrate and be in charge and really embrace our own lives. Yesterday we talked about embracing our divorce as a divine disruption. Today we're talking about really embracing our lives and making sure that we're taking time to check in because if we're not checking in, sometimes the stories that we're making of what was what we're experiencing aren't really serving us. We have a tendency, all of us, to go on autopilot, and those often those autopilot stories and meanings and interpretations are the unconscious ones, the things that are habit. And until we really have sort of weeded out the ones that are not in our highest interest, highest good. Um, serving us, empowering us, those sometimes, you know, will be the ones that are playing the loudest on our little inner soundtrack. So we want to check in. So if you can't check in in the morning, because like me, you had one of those mornings where you're just sort of off and running, then do it like me on your commute. Just take a few minutes as soon as your child, like, my little one getting her into the building today was a little harder than usual. So as soon as though that she does, even just the few minutes walking back to my car from where I walk her in, we can use that time. We have a choice. We have an opportunity. We can have a have to, a must do, an overwhelm moment, or we can have a get to reset of like, okay, I get to be in this time and place and space mother to this amazing eight-year-old and the other amazing kiddo, my 13-year-old, I'm on the way to get, to get her off to school, maybe a few minutes late. No judgment, please, if we are tardy for middle school. It is just one of those days. But the, the, the narrative, the soundtrack, right, that I'm telling, my inner dialogue, I'm in control of that. And what I wanted to share with you today is really a, is this this phrase I, I say a lot about celebrating your marriage as complete. And often I'll end up, you know, I have calls with, with lots of you and love having the strategy sessions that I offer. Any of you in the community who are really ready to be in action on getting complete and on making your divorce a divine disruption. And one of the things that a lot of you that I've spoken to, you know, say to me on these calls is like, wow, I've not heard this idea before of celebrating your marriage as complete. Like, how do I do that? And of course, that is what we do. That's, that's the work that I do in the community of Happy Home and the programs that I lead and the consulting that I, that I offer to moms. So I want to talk a little bit about what I, what I mean when, when we're talking about celebrating your marriage is complete. I also want to say that I know that that can sometimes feel off-putting or confronting, like celebrate. Like why would I, why would I want to celebrate something that, that was really, that's really sad, that I'm really 
sad about, that I'm really disappointed is happening for myself and my family. And so I want to first say that this isn't about being flippant about it. This isn't about disregarding the depth of the disruption, right? So this is about getting to a place and this takes time and commitment to get to this place where we're not celebrating it in a way of like, oh, I'm happy to be rid of that person. If that might be true, if, if, if that's how you feel about your ex, but I'll tell you, that's not what I mean by celebration because celebration has nothing to do with the other person. Celebration has everything to do with you getting to a place where you are in this get to mindset, right? That everything that's happening in your life you genuinely are choosing from a place of power and a place of your highest good and highest potential, the best outcomes for all involved. You're in a place of compassion for yourself and for your ex. And of course, like this person is in your life moving forward. When we have children together with someone like this is not about celebrating in a way of like wanting to cast somebody out. And I, this is about, because that, that in itself is not an empowered place. Okay. And I get that you might have big grievances, right? With this person. So I'm also not saying that any, like if there were bad behaviors, like bad meaning unkind things that were happening, like it's not about um, saying that those things were okay, but it's saying that Whoever our, our ex is, whoever the other parent is of our kids, like that person has value no matter what they're suffering. If they're, if they're doing things that are unkind, they are obviously suffering. And so to celebrate our marriage is complete is, is coming into a powerful place of compassion, of forgiveness, of deep spiritual understanding about what this was here for, why this is here for, for us. Because when we do that, we do it, I always say we do, we get complete for three groups of people, for ourselves first and foremost, because that means that we are at a place of healing and, and understanding, greater awareness and consciousness of ourselves. We brought this person into our lives. So part of what we and co-created the relationship, the family unit, so there's power and understanding more of, well, who was I, who was that version of me who who created this relationship and we want to have a deep understanding of, of how we are operating so that we understand, wow, okay, this is the, this is what, what I was seeking in terms of experience for growth and transformation. Now I can, I can gain that wisdom, right? And we talked about that yesterday too, gain that wisdom. So celebrating your marriage is complete. We do it for ourselves because it means I get to this place of full of wholeness around this, of peace, of acceptance, of seeing why this was here for me and how this is still part of my get to have life with all the things in it, the people, the children, the journey, okay? We also get complete, of course, for our children because getting complete means that our orientation to their other parent is one that's peaceful. It's one that's, that feels um, compassion. It's one that is powerful too, boundaried in healthy ways, right? So it doesn't mean we agree with the other person doesn't mean that we don't, that, that we're saying anything that was unkind that we experienced was okay. But it means that we've come to this place where our energy toward that other person is, is coming from a place of power and of wholeness for ourselves so that 
we can then have our children experience that through us because our children, they, they need us to have a healthy relationship to their other parents so that they themselves then can navigate and we can equip them with the tools that they need, especially if they have a parent who is not in a healthy place, whether that's addiction or mental health, whatever their, whatever their, the things are that that other parent is working through, we are, we are the most important person for our child to be equipped to navigate all of that. This is their other person. This is their other parent. There's no undoing that. And we don't want to undo that. It is here for all of us. There is divine timing. There is divine intention. That's otherwise it wouldn't be. So we can trust that it's all here for all of us, even the really hard parts. So celebrating our marriage is complete means we get to a place of just true understanding and gratitude for this journey of life and this family system that we're in and commitment to ourselves and our our child or children that we're going to continue to operate toward that other parent from this powerful place of compassion and 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 really being in a healthy place toward them so that we can then equip our kids because if we're carrying when we're not complete we tend to hold bitterness resentment frustration um, anger, fury, all these things that our children then are experiencing when they're near us, right? Even if it's not in the words that we say, we, our kids can feel that from us. We are all energetic beings and absorbing things. You know, we say that, right? We, our kids absorb things like a sponge. They do, including our energy. So if there's an energy of, of pain, of fury, of anger, of resentment, of bitterness, right? They're experiencing that. And then that interferes with them being able to receive from us the guidance that I know you want to offer them, especially if they have a fraught relationship or a challenging relationship with other, their other parent. We want to make sure that our energy toward that other parent is so clear so that we can impart the tools, the skills, the strategies that our child will need in order to get through and to find their way in that relationship, okay? So so that's the, the second group of why we get complete is for our child or children. We, 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 I know you wanna do that for them because then you can be this powerful guide for them and they need you, they really need you, especially if they have a challenging relationship with that other parent. Um, so then the third group is the fun group, <laughs> at least I think so, is our future other partner, right? Or partners. Like we want to get complete so that we can step into this beautiful new relationship. And it's so, um, I get, I just have find so much joy in coaching and consulting with the women in the community who are on to that next relationship and in that stage and have done this work of getting complete and then it oh it opens up so much space for these new beautiful relationships to develop and unfold and then we get to because we're now conscious we can notice insecurities patterns other things that led us to create the marriage that did come to its end right now we have all of this wisdom so that as we are co-creating a new next relationship we get to do that from such a place of um, just from such a new place because we're new people we're not the same person that we were in that other relationship so that's why we want to get complete and again so celebrating means that we've done all of this work and we're now in this place that 
when, when things show up, whether it's something that our ex, you know, does or says that's, that's fraught, that's problematic, that's hard, we, we can respond powerfully. And that feels really good that we have, we know we're resourced, we know we're supported, we know that we are coming from this powerful place. And then we get to show our children how to do that, right? And how to show up in the world in this place of resilience and, um, and power and beauty. And, you know, I see often moms who are, are not yet complete. And there are four ways that I often see the, the sort of the stuckness, the, the, the stuckness, the non-completion. So I want to share those so you can think about where for you, you are ready to do more work. So one of the areas that I see that would, that would be a symptom of not yet being complete is a comparison, comparison to your ex and maybe even comparison to your ex's new partner if they have one. So one of the places that can create a lot of pain for us is if we're in this place of comparison, comparing our lives, the things that we have, the homes that we have. Sometimes the comparison takes us to this place of like, well, they moved on so quickly. I must not have mattered, that kind of stuff. Any of that that's happening, please know that is a symptom of being incomplete and you're not doing anything wrong. There's no judgment in this. Just want you to know you don't have to live there. Okay. We can, this is what we can heal and transform so that you're free from that because that, that will not produce good results in your life for any of us. That kind of comparison that just makes us feel low and small and all the things that we don't want to be experiencing because that's if that's the story of our lives remember we we I open this today with getting conscious checking in what is the story if that if you check in in your day and you realize like your story is one of comparison that's having you feel really low and small then all right let's get really honest about that so we can do the work to transform that and shift that okay another place so that was the first one is this comparison another place of course is 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 what feelings you feel like you are living in. Okay. So if you check in with yourself and kind of throughout your day, you're feeling like you're living in anger or, you know, fury about the past, right? Then that's also a symptom that you're not yet complete. And again, anger is really a powerful feeling. We want to feel anger to move us. Anger is to, to help activate, to change a situation, to get out of a situation, right? But Anger is not a place that we want to live day in and day out, especially if it's tied to the past. Like anger in the present helps us to move and take action. Anger connected to things we've already experienced that are now part of the past that aren't happening in the present. That's where anger becomes really toxic for us and really poisonous for us and has terrible health. Um, it's so detrimental to our, our mental health, our physical health, because it's, we can't live with that in the body and also experience wholeness and peace. Okay. And that's what we're here to achieve for all of us is getting closer and closer to peace and wholeness. That's our right is to live in that place of love, unconditional love and self-worth. And if we're in anger about the past, we're not also living in present acceptance and love. Okay. So, so that would be another another way if you notice if you're checking in with yourself right now 
and you're noticing, yeah, like if I had to give, you know, if I had to give a title to the soundtrack, to the song that's playing most of the day in my mind or what I'm waking up with or what I'm going to sleep with at night, if it is one of fury and anger about the past, then please know like, okay, let's get, again, we're going to be radically honest and then we're going to get into action. And that's where you would want to get support so that we can work on that and help move you because you don't want to stay there and your kids don't want you to stay there and your future partner definitely doesn't want you to still be there. Okay. So that would be another place that would say that you, you know, just haven't yet gotten complete. Okay. So today we're talking about celebrating our marriages as complete because we want to, we want to get to that place for ourselves, for our kids, for our future partner. Another symptom that you aren't yet complete is that you're not excited about your future. Okay. If you are not waking up with your ideas, you know, popping for the things that you're working on, that you're really excited about for you, then that's another symptom that you're not yet complete. Okay. And you deserve to be lit up. Like we are all here to be radiant with our purpose, with our power, with our beauty. We all can think about people who, when we're near them, we just feel alive because they're so alive. That's how we all are intended, I believe, to, to exist. We're supposed to be lit up and radiant, okay? And our radiance often comes from when we're, when we're in alignment with our greatest gifts, our purpose. We're here to make bigger things in our lives. And for some of us, that's like, you know, coaching, consulting, teaching, helping others in that way. Others, you're, you're an artist, you're creating something that lights up lives. For others, you're fixing and building things and inventing things, right? So it, whatever the thing is, your birthright is to wake up, lit up about you being in alignment with that and making whatever this is, these gifts to the world, even bigger. Okay. So we are talking today about celebrating your marriage is complete. I was sharing three ways to know that you are not yet complete. One was comparison, being stuck in comparison. Another is being stuck in anger. Um, and another, the third one that we're talking about is if you're not feeling like really lit up and excited about the future, I hear from too many mamas that they're, they're really dancing between the, what I call the painful past and the fearful future. So they're not only are they not excited about their future, but they actually are feeling fearful about it. And you deserve to be so in this place of confident creation of your life. And then you get to teach your kids how to be in confident creation of their lives. And I think I have to just say, like, this is one of the things that most lights me up about the work at Happy Home is the ways that the women I work with are sharing and imparting these very, the things that we work on with their children and ha and seeing that ripple effect out because that's why we're doing this, right? Is to show our children. And, you know, I know for some of you, there's like some heartbreak or heartache around the timing of your divorce because your children are still at home and you, maybe you had thought, wow, if I had only just been able to get to this place where they were out of the home or whatever the story is. But I want you to consider that the timing is always exactly right and that they're you didn't stay too long in it. You didn't leave too soon. If you left the marriage, the timing is exactly right. And sometimes we're not always, some of that's mysterious. We're not going to all, we're not going to know and figure out all the reasons why the timing was precise, but we can always trust that it was because it's what is. 
whatever is unfolding is here for us. And so there is divine timing in that. So know that if your children, whatever age they are, this disruption gives you this opportunity to model for them by showing them through you how you're responding, how you're showing them the path for healing, the path for facing adversity, the path for overcoming the obstacles that are here, okay? And again, it's not an easy path and it's so worth it. So I am almost, I am a block away to my second morning stop, which is to get my my oldest daughter, Harper, who's 13 and in eighth grade. So I'm going to be signing off. But before I do, I just want to say, if you are ready to make your divorce a divine disruption, to celebrate your marriage is complete so that you can make your happy home a place for you and your kids to thrive, don't wait. Let's get going. And I would love to support you and celebrate you and all of your success, just like my clients. I actually just yesterday, it was yesterday, day before, had a client of mine sharing with me just how significant. And we had only, we've only had five sessions and how life-changing that the work has been and the way that it's, that it's just impacting her. Um, another client was just sharing how she said talking with me is life-giving right? And so I just like, don't wait. If, if what you're hearing resonates with you, beautiful, let's get on a call and find out how I can support you too, because you're not intended to drive this alone. Okay. So, so pack me up with you. Let me be in the, in the passenger seat and support you and seeing what's, what's around the next turn and help you to, to avoid the, the, the little pitfalls or the, um, potholes. That's what I'm trying. I'm like, what's the word for the road? Potholes, detours. Let, let me help you to see those. Okay. So that you can drive even, um, just get where you're going faster. All right. Until next time, have a beautiful day. Harper's heading up here. She's, she's hopping in the car, better unlock the door. Have a beautiful day. I'm sending you so much love and sunshine. Hi, sweets.